dropping that knowledge on you. I could not make this shit up. With Kev Nash. Oh, Hercules, Hercules. And DJ Killer Kev. Uh-oh. Let me tell you, boys, you can't make that shit up. The inside. Real deal, straight up. Are you crazy? Hottest <laughs> stories from the world of hip-hop. This is Ludacris. It's the big boss, Rick Rouse. What up? It's your boy, Young Jeezy. This is 50 Cent. Sports. Some of those dogs are the most incredible dogs I've ever seen. And what's popping in the DYT. I couldn't make this shit up. I couldn't make this shit up if I tried. I'm sad that I lack the talent to make this shit up. Here's Kev Nash and DJ Killer Kev. We back. Uh-huh. 93 episodes. You can't make this up podcast. Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. You find them keys, yo? I found them, man. That's the title <laughs> of this one, huh? You find them keys. Oh. Parents, let me tell you something. When, when, you, when your older kids is helping you do stuff, it's all good, right? But... Make sure they put things back where they belong because I spent 45 minutes this morning looking for my car keys. And Yikes. After after looking through the entire house, they were in my <laughs> daughter's coat. <sighs> yep. Can you make this stuff up, right? At all, man. <laughs> Wife has a... She normally leaves her keys in the door. Oh, yeah. Uh, That's the first place I looked. I'm like, they're probably in the door all day because I didn't do nothing yesterday. Just, so. just sitting. just Yeah. I looked in the door. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking in toy boxes and... Thinking the baby, because the baby isn't in that phase where she just grabs stuff and run. Just take it. <laughs> yeah, just take it and run off. So. I'm not prepared for that type of lifestyle, Yeah, man, man, it's real. Real in the field, man. So uh, last week we had our Super Bowl predictions. Yeah. Uh, late predictions at that, because by the time everybody listened to it, the Super Bowl was over. <laughs> right. But, hey, you can see if we got it right or wrong. I will say uh, I got it right. Yeah, you did. You I got did. it right, you got, and I and I and I got it wrong <laughs> on the hopes of getting it right. So that was my that's my me, that, that was my method this year. I was like, you know, I'm, I'm gonna say the Patriots gonna win. Okay. So that way, if they don't win, which I hope, right, everybody be happy. So good game, man. Hey, that was a super. I mean, we've had two. The last two Super Bowls have been amazing. Definitely. As, as definitely. far as you know, we've had some Super Bowls where, it's, you know, just you looking for the commercials at you know and in the halftime show, but this one the. Really entertaining. Anytime that the ball is being scored in a Super Bowl like that, it's just entertaining, man. So definitely had some duds in the past, especially growing yeah. up as a kid, man. You watch those uh, 49ers uh, blowouts mm-hmm. over the Chargers. Yep. You uh, the Bills getting blown out by the Cowboys and the Redskins over and over and over, over and they over. They lost what three straight or something? Yeah, yeah. some crazy four, four, yeah, four. four, four straight, but three in blowout fashion. Uh, mm. Shoot, I mean, you know, we had some bad ones, but uh, we definitely had yeah. a great one last week, man. I, I'm just blown away about the pair of balls <laughs> Yo, yeah. on Coach Peterson, man. Like, yeah. like I always say uh, something that I've heard a coach say. I can't remember what coach it was. I just said heard him over saying it. Like, I think it was Chip Kelly. It was, like, right when the Oregon – Revolution started yeah. in college football. Where post the board like, plays. Post the board Every plays, 20 seconds they're running it. <laughs> up tempo, yeah. scoring. I think I remember it was him. He said, field goals are for losers. Yeah. And and that stuck with me because, you know, you get a drive all the way down to the five-yard line and you settle for a field goal. That's a win for the defense. Yeah. Motivation and then when, for them. You, when you look at a player like Tom Brady, you know mm-hmm. that he can do it. Yeah. So it's important to score touchdowns when you got an opportunity. Well, if they stop you and you kick a 40-yard field goal, hey, man, it is what it is. But once you get inside that 20-yard line, man, you got to get got to get six. Yeah. And that's what Philly did. They did. They definitely turned it up, man. They, I know when I saw uh, 
five one forty Brady take off for a pass. <laughs> I'm like I'm like uh oh. They done that. They done pull some tricks out. You don't want to do that against Philly because Philly got tricks. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I read that they even they even did a fake run through. You know, like the week building up when they go through practice, they did a fake run through on one of the last ones in, in the prevention that uh, uh, Patriots were recording them. Wow. So they they ran through a whole practice, but it was just a fake practice. Just just in case. That just show how they how they be thinking, man. man. You, you got to beat the best. You got to you got to turn it up a little bit. Absolutely. So. I mean. I remember watching the game that uh, Brady took off for a scramble. Mm-hmm. First words out of my wife's mouth, damn, why are you running so slow? <laughs> it does look like someone, he got that parachute on his back, like training. Like he just don't, he don't have that takeoff. He ain't just, got no burst. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that's it. That's as fast as he can run. It's like, bullshit. He just holding up arrow. He ain't hitting that X with it. Huh? <laughs> no sprint button. I was like, that's as fast as he got. He's like, nobody's that slow. He's a professional athlete. He can't be that slow. I'm like, that's it, man. Yeah. He's not an athlete. He's a passer of the ball. I didn't realize he was that tall because yeah, I, I saw a picture with uh, Chris Wright. Shout out to Chris Wright and the, and the whole fam. Grizz got to go to the Super Bowl this mm-hmm. year. But during like you know family time, it looked like they were taking pictures and yeah. stuff. I saw a picture with Brady and uh, Chris and his mom. And uh, I, I know Chris is 6'8". Yeah. <laughs> so Brady was right there with him. So I'm like, man, he's 6'6", 6'7", 6'8". You know, tall he's dude, bro. Tall quarterback. I didn't Can't catch that. though. No, no run. <laughs> but but the 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 shit he got above his shoulders is amazing. That brain <laughs> yeah. and that arm, boy. Yeah. I mean, what did you think when Philly went for it on that fourth and goal with the trick play? That they wanted it. That's what I thought. I mean, it's like for me, that's how I hate when like in especially in football and basketball. I hate when you know you got a fifteen point lead in basketball or you up you know, 14, 17 points in football, and you start trying to, you know, play that uh, run run the clock ball. Yeah, bleed the clock. Uh, you got to keep attacking and do what your team do because if your team ain't the Spurs or ain't, you know, that slow-paced basketball or slow-paced football, don't try to do it. Just keep attacking. So when they attack like that, I'm like, hey, that's what you're supposed to do in Super Bowl. I would be mad as hell if we had good plays like that and we wasn't – what, what, what are we holding on to him for? It's yeah. the last one. So yeah, this is it. You got to go for it. I'd rather go for it on any and everything than trying to just just run the ball at the middle and, and kick a field goal. You know. Yeah, man. It was a great call. Actually, I watched Inside the NFL, and uh, Foles called that play. They Did were he? he was uh, Peterson was like, we're going for it. We're going for it. Called timeout. Foles came right over. He was like, Philly special? Philly special? He's like, Peterson looked at him like, Let's do it. Yeah. That's He's like, I, hold on, hold on, wait, wait, wait. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, call it, run it, da 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 yeah. da get out there. And like, you could see, like, they got the cameras inside the huddle. He's like, Philly special, Philly special, and blah, 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 blah. And you could see the the dudes like, are we running that? <laughs> dudes parked up like, are yeah. we running that? Right now? Let's get it. <laughs> yeah. And the way, think about it, man. You're at the one-yard line, fourth down, Super Bowl. They call the trick play, and... They gave no hints that that was it was coming. Like mm-hmm. he walks up to the line doing this whole mumbo jumbo, whatever. Sneaks out, catches it, touchdown. Like dude, like yeah. that is so dope. He I a think legend. That, that's the first quarterback to do that in the Super Bowl, I Hell believe. Yeah. And then even that, I was hoping he get a rushing touchdown too. Yeah, like, just top it off. Like, yo, he just caught one through. Couple. Hat trick. <laughs> like yo, like ain't nobody fucking with you, baby. And I'm happy for him, man, because has a backup, man. The, the the line between a backup and a starter is just a play, really. You know, Back like up. like something can happen and you and it's your it's your turn. So to be like to be about to retire, you know, when he uh, what team was he was he on before? Um, uh, I'm drawing a blank, but he got um, the Rams. Yes, with uh, 
on the on the uh, hard knocks. It, yeah. was, it was hard knocks when they let him go on the phone. Jeff Fisher was coach. Way to but, go, Fisher. <laughs> yeah, when, to, to be on your way out thinking and then get that call and then get that opportunity. Yeah. And now you're about to get that check. About to get that back. So, I mean. Would you trade him? <laughs> that's tough. I mean, if I could get some. Super Bowl MVP. But what Bought you gonna, his ass off. So what in you the biggest moment. So that means Wentz. That means one of them is getting is getting on the bench. So I mean, hell of a backup plan. True, true, and and I would I would hope that more teams would do that. But in the, in the real world, like he about to get that bag, and it's gonna be hmm. But ultimately, I think they will keep him. I mean, we gotta see how wins come back. You gotta see how he play, and to have your MVP, you know, you can't just let that go right now. You gotta give it another year. Maybe he'll. All right, better question: If you Nick Foles, do you go to management like, hey man, I appreciate everything, but uh, I need to get this bag alert. What's up? Can y'all can y'all ship me out? Can it depends on it. Can y'all cut me so I can go get this get this cash? The only way I'm saying that is if the team starts to dismantle, like if people getting traded, people that was here or aren't here, it's gonna be a new team type of feel. Then yeah, I would. But other than that, you gotta just keep. I mean, you want you want the chip. You gotta, it, you gotta it's, go it's for it. It's a very again. difficult situation because. Yeah. When he played under coaches that coached him up well, put him in a position to win, he played well. When he played for Fisher, he played terrible because Fisher's not a great offensive coach. Right. Uh, when he played for Chip Kelly, he had that outstanding year. He played under Peterson, just had – I mean, you could say he had the best Super Bowl of all time. Best almost, playoffs. Man. I mean, didn't uh, – backup not losing, <laughs> taking you to the chip and winning the chip and being the reason you won the chip? Absolutely. I mean, it's a <laughs> it's it's a gamble on all aspects, man. Because for him, he's got to be thinking like, all right, I know my limitations. I know what I'm good at. I know what I'm not good at. I got to be in a position where I can get the bag, yeah, and win. But you, I got to find that coach that's good for me because you, that's what it's about. Like, you, yeah, you want to get that bag, but you don't want to get the bag and suck, right? And uh, the uh, guy that just got that bag from the 49ers. Ooh, uh, Jimmy G. Yeah, Jimmy G. You see stuff like that. That that has to play a, a part. you know. Hell like, yeah. Like, was, yo, he's played seven games. I just won a Super Bowl yeah. and the MVP. I need that money. He, yeah, he played seven games. True enough, he hadn't lost. But you showed that you can – that you're right there. You know, you're right And that's there. why Bill Belichick wanted to keep Jimmy G. But as an owner, you can't imagine paying your backup that's what I'm saying. More than Tom, the legendary Tom Brady. Like, that's what they were going to have to do to keep him. I think likewise for Foles. They're going to have to pay him. I mean, because if people are going to be at him, look at people like, you know, the Browns. or you know, people <laughs> Say that, it one more time. The Browns. <laughs> people that just, you know, that had a bad year. You know, they ran through every quarterback they had and they couldn't win one. They almost yeah. called me. <laughs> right. So, I mean. The opportunities are going to be there for you to to make that decision, and ultimately, man. But for me, it comes to the point. I know money ain't everything, but it's a lot. <laughs> Fact, <laughs> it's a lot. So I mean, to be about to retire, I read something that he wants to get into ministry. I believe when, okay. he, when he's all done with football and a couple more million, you buy your own church, brother. Facts, so. <laughs> man. I will be I will be highly looking into uh, 
going to the Cardinals, you know, mm-hmm. seeing what that's about. Like, yo, you didn't send me out there. I played college ball out that way, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Palmer like, maybe, retired, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. Good weather. Yeah, great weather. <laughs> you know what I mean? Great weather. I would consider that, man. Absolutely. Shouts out to Philly and all the Philadelphia Shout Eagle fans, Shout out to Keith Byron. I know he happy. Yeah, he crossed the hall yeah. right now. I'm about to mess with him, big, big homie, <laughs> see how you feel about that recap. But we got a lot of things going on in sports, man. I know this is not a real... We just talk, man. Yeah. We talk about things that interest us, man. The things are going on, man. Sports, the Cavs, brand new look, whole new team. I'm happy, man. I'm really happy. Like I'm happy, but I'm still concerned. Put it that way. I'm you happy. Should be. I'm still concerned. <laughs> Always should yeah. be because the Rockets made moves too. Yeah, that's who should be concerned. Yeah. Golden State should be concerned. But yeah, the definitely. Rockets. The, the West is just so powerful, man. That you know you had to. They had to shake that up. I mean, I, I play a lot of DraftKings. Almost daily, man. I'm really addicted to it. And I do a lot of research, you know, getting ready to prepare my lineups and looking up stats and players and stuff. And when when, when you look at, like, when they had IT on the floor, their defense was dead last by a long shot. I mean, it was the production went down, the the defense, you know, spacing, everything was just, was just terrible. And for them to have to shake that up like that, I mean, they got younger. But Facts. Clarkson, even though he's – I've read he's the second – right now he's second in the league and been scoring. But they're going to try to – they're going to try to force – you know, now we got some players, they're going to have to play. You know, yeah. we, we traded six and got four back. So now we got two – And took on more salary. Yeah, and we got two D-League players, I'm sure. You know, or, whatever, or G-League, whatever they're calling it now. So. <laughs> um, I know with George Hill, he we needed a point guard, yes. But I really believe – Boston got the better deal at all it is. Danny Ainge is a genius because he robbed them of Kyrie, basically, because if you're going to do that trade like that and then not even make it through a year and lose the player that you traded Kyrie for. Essentially, now they basically traded Kyrie Irving for the Brooklyn Nets pick. Yeah, basically. Because ain't nobody left on that team. And the Nets might – there should be lottery. You know, Yeah, should, they're definitely yeah, be lottery. They've been struggling. You're hoping for a top three pick, but actually the Nets have been playing decent. Mm-hmm. Like, for them like, – you know, they're expecting it to be like seven or nine pick now, but you were going into the season like, oh, man, it's going to be at least a top three. Yeah. But you never know, this, man. The second half of the season is going to really tell some tales because, I mean, you look at teams like the Lakers, when they dumped that, they 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 got so much money now to yeah. to make big moves in the offseason. Money moves. It's going to be it's gonna be another offseason where it's just every year, the last couple of years, ever since LeBron started this whole we're gonna go where the where the, where, the, where the chips are. Gotcha. Ever since ever since that started, man, it's it's gonna be every offseason gonna be like this. So, what you think about the Cavs shipping D Wade back to the Heat for a second round pick, a protected second round pick? I didn't even know they were protected second round picks. That's basically saying like if the second round pick is in the like top fifteen of the second round, the Heat keep the pick. Like. Yeah. Yikes! Yeah. So basically, y'all just gave him away. You basically. just gave away a Hall of Fame basketball player and someone that you could have used in Game Three, Game Four of, of any round of the playoffs when it gets down to closing out playoffs uh, rounds. To me, man, that could have waited to the offseason. Like we all know, that's where Wade going to retire at. That's where his home is. Fifteen years there, we get it. But in the middle of the season, to say, well, because we got Hill and Clarkson and we got younger, you're not going to play more. One of those guys go down. Now what? Uh, you don't lost your vet and your mm-hmm. rook or your young guy, you know. So, I mean, to, the way they did that, it had to be happen then. 
I don't, I don't believe. I mean, it could have It's a rumor floating around that it was a lot of things going on in the locker room with Wade and IT and Wade saying things like gassing LeBron up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because, <laughs> right. you know, they brothers, yeah. basically. So, you know, who else can get inside your head besides your brother? Right. You know what I'm saying? Gassing him up, got him in a in a type of way. Also, the situation where uh, Wade's longtime agent passed away mm-hmm. unexpectedly. And they had a relationship dating back to his days in college, you know, getting signed with the Heat. So he wanted to, you know what I'm saying, mend the fences with the whole the, Heat that, organization. Uh, him and Pat Raleigh were a little rough on the edges here lately. And funeral of that agent kind of, bro- you know, how you're having some pettiness going on or something that's not deep. Yeah. You know, and then you get an unfortunate loss of a loved one. Mm-hmm. It kind of brings you to that ground zero moment where we got to just fix it. You know, yeah. and I feel like from what I read, that kind of sounded like what happened. They kind of talked it out and kind of mended some some broken fences type stuff and I mean hey I mean I think I think it's good for D-Wade. I know yeah. I know I've been following Gabrielle Union on Snap. She's <laughs> she, fucking she's ecstatic. A, yeah. she, <laughs> she's happy. ecstatic. She's the happiest one in the building. She's right. probably thinking like something on the lines of you know, it's one thing to live in Cleveland when you're winning, but if we sucking, what's yeah. the point of staying here? And we could be stinking in Miami. <laughs> and like LeBron, they asked LeBron, like, how you feeling losing your, you know, your, your boy? You know, he was like, man, I see him all the time. And then like, I ain't going to see him no more. We, we we best friends. You know, we hang out all the time. So I'm happy for D-Wade. So, I mean, I think I think, I think think the move could have just waited. I don't think it was needed. But on, on the flip side, Wade just going to be sitting Yeah, if, if he stay. So, I mean... Yeah, I mean, these moves that the Cavs made, I mean, they brought in George Hill. Mm-hmm. They brought in Clarkson, who I'm a big fan of. Yeah. They brought in Larry Nash Jr., who got mad yeah, I'm bounce. a big fan of, so of this hustle. these dudes that they brought in are way younger, yeah, way quicker. They're going to want to get up and down the floor and shoot threes and run the floor, dunk on people's heads. So I like it. I yeah. like the moves. I mean, these are things that they done because LeBron won't give a long-term commitment, but if he does decide to leave, hey, man, we still got a decent team, unlike before where we were trash as mm-hmm. soon as he left because we really didn't have too many good players. We had over-the-hill players. Basically, they were in the same position now. So if LeBron was to leave, if they didn't make any moves and LeBron was to leave, that was the type of team they had the first time. Yep. But this time, they're prepared if he leaves. So my hat goes off to Dan Gilbert and Kobe Altman for making these moves to be like to realize, like, look, man, there's going to be a time where LeBron ain't going to be here. We saw what it was like before. Mm-hmm. Let's make sure we don't make the same mistake twice. And people give Dan Gilbert a hard time. Obviously, the letter was unacceptable. Mm-hmm. But at some point, we have to move past that. And understand that this man has a business to run yeah. and a team to run, and I think he's doing a good job, man. If LeBron wanted all these changes. He wanted veterans on the team. We made that happen. Kyrie said he was going to get surgery on his knee if he wasn't traded. So, man, we had to do something. Mm-hmm. So they made something happen yeah. now. They got younger. Yeah. In my eyes, they add this top five pick from the Nets. They still should be able to make the playoffs next year if yeah. LeBron leaves. Yeah, and and the the college class that's coming this year is is nice. Bullers. Yeah, they got a lot of a lot of hoopers in that class, and for for one with Larry Nance too, he coming back home. I mean, back though. Your dad's jerseys in the rafters. You know, you, they still live in Cleveland, from what I understand. So to come home like that, I'm coming home. But you know, he fired up <laughs> for the night. I'm. I'm definitely going to run some Cavs tonight. Just oh, to, yeah, yeah. 3.30. They yeah. play the Celtics, man. They do. They do. So. It's going to be a, a good watch, man. Yeah. Definitely a good watch. Now, this is something that crossed my mind 
because I always see all these lottery winners and going through beef with family (laughs) and going through this one lady doesn't want her identity revealed, but she already signed the back of the lottery ticket. Mm -hmm. So they have the right to reveal it because, you know, the lottery is a business. They want to have they want to show somebody with the big check. See, you can win, too. Exactly. And get us playing like, man, shoot, that hundred million. I'm on it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But. Obviously, if you want $100 million, that's something you can't hide from the wife. True, true. So a number that can do some things, but maybe you could hide would be 10K. Yeah. Could you and would you hide winning? Because you play DraftKings, so this is perfect for you. <laughs> right. That's what I'm about to say. I'm like, honey, I won 8,000. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what would happen if you won 10K on DraftKings today? Man, I think about that all the time, honestly, because a, a part of you is like, you know, how much, how much could I, what could I do with it, and what could I, what could I get away with under the table without the fam knowing? <laughs> and it's like, like I'm in, the, I'm in the process of getting ready to buy some new speakers. I've been saving up for it, so I'm excited about it, right? But then if I win 10 G's, you know, that speaker can get upgraded to a really nice sound system, you know. So for 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 me, would I, I would. I would want to. I know I would, but I, I can't. Every time, every time I, I, if you want to compare it to DraftKings, every time I play DraftKings and I'm doing well towards the end, she can tell I'm like watching the game for every assist, every rebound, every whatever, and I'm hoping that it that it that it pan out. And she, and she's looking at me like, what? Why? Why are you so high watching Sacramento and Phoenix? You know, like <laughs> why are you watching this game so hard? And I'm like, I'm about to win this money. So this money, but. Could I know me? I was, you know, as soon as the money hit the account and I'm ready to go somewhere and do something, that's gonna be. We got some money. I was like, yeah, <laughs> we want some money. So I would I no, could I? No, I couldn't. Oh I could. man, I feel sorry I for you. Yeah, I wish I could. <laughs> I, I I just know me, man. I'm gonna be too excited about it. I'm gonna want to go to Best Buy and the Apple Store and Ooh. everywhere else, and it's gonna be where you where you get all this money from, and then it's, it's gonna come out. I'm a hard worker, boy. Yeah, right. I got some got, new gigs. I smoke, smoke at that event. <laughs> Me, on the other hand, I feel extra safe because the wife only listens to like every third pod. <laughs> yeah. But knowing my luck, she'll listen to this one. Right. I think I will be able to hide it from her because it's enough money to do a lot of things. Yeah. But it ain't enough money. I don't think it's enough money to really blow my cover, so to speak. Right. You know, me. Not on no, like, oh, man, my wife's bad with money. It's just that I trust me with the money more. Exactly. That's that's exactly it for me. I would be the one that want to put a little bit on both of our loans and put a little bit in the savings and, and, and have fun with a little bit. That's just how I live life, you know. Yeah. Try to put some away. Try to take care of some debt. Yeah. And the rest of it, you know, you can't take it with you type stuff. You Absolutely, so, man. I mean, I would go into it simple as this, man. I win the 10 Gs. Boom. Five is in the bank. So, you know, I know me. I'm, we, we can go on a little shopping <laughs> yeah. spree. We can go out. Now, and the like, cart going to get real. Huh? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? We can, <laughs> I, I'll take her shopping. Like, whatever. It don't matter. Go ahead. Get what you want. Yeah. Like, what? Do you. Do you, boo. Valentine's do you. Day coming up, boo. Do you. <laughs> go ahead. Do what you got to do. I got it. Don't even worry about it. Take a little trip. <laughs> And that's it. Yeah. She ain't got to know about the other five. True. You know what I'm saying? The other five is in, in, in savings account somewhere just collecting little bitty interest or whatever. Because <laughs> I'm the type of person I worry about stuff like the future and everything like that. I, I'm i so paranoid with it. Like I got 
multiple savings accounts. I was like, about to you know say, I was about to say, I got three or four bank accounts. <laughs> yeah, man, I got, I I got it divvying out all over the place. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's just like, it's just one of those things that, that, that I do. And the only reason I say that is because I just trust myself. Mm-hmm. I trust me. I trust me more than I trust anybody else in the world. Yeah, especially and with some money. It was that bread. <laughs> Not saying she would do something stupid. It's just, you know what? I got it. Don't worry yeah. about it. Because cause when we own gray one day and that that 5000 I put away in mystery account number eight. Right. <laughs> you know right. what I'm saying? Like, oh, I want to go on a cruise when we like 65. Oh. Tap into that. Oh yeah, we got that. Where do we get that? Don't worry about exactly. it. Exactly. That's that's why me later. Put some away and then and then when the when the year or years of hey, we need to get this, uh we need to get a new mattress, we need to get a new living room set, it's like, I got a thousand on it. Where yeah. you get that that? I've been working hard. Working saving. hard. Yeah, I've been saving. So that's probably the the most I would do is like the way I think is like if I won ten, we won seven. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Babe, we want seven stacks. Then we should be ecstatic. <laughs> and I'm going to have three stacks to do what I want. <laughs> hey, hey, I, I want it. Yep. I want it. I mean, what's mine is mine. And then I'm going to take that seven. Like, we got to put at least three, five of that back. You know? <laughs> That's how I will roll it. So. I ain't mad at you, man. I ain't mad at you. Hey, man, we want to hear it back from everybody, man. Would you be at a high 10,000? From your significant other, yeah. like that's a that's a real thing, man. I mean, I know the whole marriage is supposed to be what's mine is hers and hers is mine, whatever how the saying goes yeah. or whatever. But you know, some things yeah. you know you just got to take care of, right? You know what yeah. I'm saying? Especially being men of the household, mm-hmm. you know, you want to make sure things are taken care of, housewise or you know what I'm saying. If you got a faulty furnace, you want to make sure it's taken care of or whatever. Mm-hmm. So you know what I'm saying. I, and it was funny is. This year is going to be funny because taxes and a school refund check are coming close together, right? But she ain't talking about the school refund check. She she want to know when the taxes are going, <laughs> you know, going to be processed. So now I'm like, when they dispensing that money? I'm like, I'm the only one that really checked the mailbox. <laughs> so that that check going to come, and that's going straight into the business account that she don't have access to. <laughs> then I'll decide how we do this thing. <laughs> right. It's how we doing it right. under my watch. Right. <laughs> but uh, something that we got a lot of positive feedback from last week, man, our uh, hip-hop albums revisited, man. Yeah, yeah. We did uh, Mace last week. I we got did. a little backlash for a couple of the homies, man. <laughs> got a little backlash. Like, man, why you ain't no Mace, man? Right. That joint was fire. I was like, stop everything you're doing. <laughs> and go listen. And go listen to it. Because that song with Monifa is trash. <laughs> and the cats went back and listened to it. Like, okay, it ain't a classic, yeah. but it's still hot, though. <laughs> It was definitely, it was definitely, I, I had a buddy too that hit me up. It was, and he was like, he kind of pressured me like, bro, I, th- I think, I think that, that B minus was a little high. You know? <laughs> yeah. He was like, he was like, for for now, I would say just a solid C, you know, yeah. he just gave it a solid, just a solid, it ain't trash, but we can't, we, we can't put this in the top, in the premium shelf, you know? Yeah, no, 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 not at all, man. But something that came through the feed heavy, man, yeah. 50 Cent, Get Rich or Die Trying, is how many years old? 15. 15. 15 mm-hmm. years old. Holy shit, where yeah. does the time go? And that really just made me feel extra old because that that when I saw that and sent that to you, that's that when I saw it, I'm like, we gotta do the review on Facts. that this week. Facts. And and the second thing I said was, damn, I've been out I've been home from or I've been I went to Iraq February actually today, February eleventh. Wow. February eleventh was when I flew to Iraq. It was because today's my mom's birthday. Shout out to Mom Dukes. I'm hey. definitely gonna see you later on. But uh, I remember being mom's birthday, and I'm flying from Oklahoma to Kuwait. 
So 15 years ago today, I'm flying out to Iraq. Well, then once that CD came out, you know, it took about a week or so. For CD, people, to, people yeah, CD. CD. Best Buy no longer sells those. <laughs> once that CD came out, it took about a week, week and a half for people to start getting it from home, mm. sending the mail to us in care packages. And it just made me, like, think back to those times, man. Like, man, I've been, I went to Iraq 15 years ago. Like, wow. It's crazy, man. That that album really holds a special, like, that album really gonna, can't get nothing lower than A or B for me. Just, just, just because of, like, the the emotions of having to be in war, the fears, the stress, the all of that, and then having songs like "Many Men," which dead the I mean, me. Those were just songs that my unit, man, we just embraced. And I made a little post on Facebook, and some of my army friends chimed in with some memories we had. But that you couldn't go anywhere in our section and not hear somebody playing a song off that CD for weeks, man. Classic. Classic, man. Yeah. Classic. I mean, I didn't even have to re-listen to it because I still listen to it to this day. Exactly. So it, this when, when that came down uh, from you, this was 15 years old, like, let's do a revisit on it. I was like, this is easy homework for me because, exactly. you know, this is still in my rotation, bro. It so, is. So it was a quick, easy listen. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> I mean, what else? There's really nothing to say, to be honest, on my behalf, man. Yeah. 15 years ago, I was just getting out of right state, so this was... When I was working at Wright State Library, I was uh in uh just finished my internship at the radio station, so I was a part timer, and I was working at the Fairfield Mall at KB Toy Store. So I had three part time jobs, listening to Fifty Cent on CD, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was just dope. Yeah. I mean, the the album is dope. It's one of those joints that's almost um unskip worthy. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It's it's so many songs on there. By far, my favorite song on there is Back Down. Mm-hmm. By far, I mean, In the Club is just, I mean, it it's, it's so many things about In the Club. Uh, when Dre made the beat, he never intended it to be a club banger. Yeah. But 50 made it into a club banger. That's, that's the first thing I did on the recap. If I had to give a favorite for mine, it's What's Up, Gangsta. What that's, up, love? That's my... What up, cuz? And it just come on so hard. Like with the... You know, you put the CD on back in the day. You hit play. You hit that little coin. That that little coin in the beginning. There you go. And then after that little seven seconds... Yeah. <clears throat> I'm telling you. I'm telling you. We gonna get this drama poppin'. We don't go pop pop. We going down. I'm, t- I'm telling you that. But, but the, when, when I went back on the recap, one thing I noticed for me, like that was that was the number two track. Then you got in the club five. You got back down ten. You got twenty one questions fourteen. You got wankster seventeen. Like some of these songs that spread out throughout the entire album. That I can honestly say, at some event every year, I'm playing. Two or three of these, even four of these, probably not in the same night, but I'm throughout a year. Yeah, I revisit some of these songs. A Absolutely, lot. So. man. One of the, if I can't, it's like a motivational yeah. song. It's like one of them you can play at the gym. Like, yo, I, I'm trying to trying to be right for Black Tie. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> I'm trying exactly. to share the cover. I'm trying to see so and so. So I'm looking right. You got to play that. You yeah. got to get that on. It was so you know many other. This beat, like, everything, come on, everything is. There's 75 percent of these songs are just there. They're 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 hits. You know, absolutely. Back back then, the grade was an A. Today, the grade is an A. Yeah. I mean, in, in my opinion, man, this is definitely in the top 
I was going to say five. I would say top three debut albums of all time. Like, this yeah. is a fucking home run album, dude. When that came, and even being across the water, when that came out, you could feel the, like, the Bruno Mars, Nicki Minaj type of just, who is this guy? Like, right. everybody wants to listen. Everybody's talking about it. Everybody listening, you know, participating in the music and getting it and buying it. And you look back 15 years now, like 15 years later, and you can't, you can't, you can't say nothing bad about it. I mean, at all, man. I mean, you look at a song like In the Club that, go, go, it's your birthday. Yeah, I mean, now, just from that one little phrase, everybody's birthday party, they play that song. Yep. So now, this song is going down in history forever. Yep. Forever. Whenever somebody has a birthday party, this song is coming on because of that one phrase. Yep. And, 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 and 50... Now, looking at 50, 15 years later, we see some of his genius, some of his business moves, and, and just how he's been able to, you forget sometimes he was an artist, yeah. you know, because all the things he's doing with television and movies and just the water stuff, I mean, he, he has business moves, you know, and he's doing his thing, and it's like, this this album, man, it really, for for me and a lot of people, man, this album was like the standard, you know, it was yeah. it was the one that... You took out of the CD book to reach on your visor to grab something else because it it, it was the one that was in there. Yeah, you know? <laughs> absolutely. I think Fifty was like the last successful quote unquote gangster rapper. I, I'm, I was racking my brain to think like what other gangster rapper quote unquote has the longevity, the relevancy, and the music that Fifty has. You know, there was like the early the mid '90s where quote unquote gangster rap was the end thing mm -hmm. but you know in the 2000s you had the jay-z you can say jay-z against the rapper but the transition of jay-z into more of a not a party guy but just a you know change clothes mm -hmm. like the the evolution of hip-hop and even where hip-hop is today with the way the younger cats are like it's not about beating somebody ass or selling right. drugs on the block you know what i'm saying the this was still about Music about being a drug dealer. Mm -hmm. Today's music is about being a drug user. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is, he's the last of that. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Him, him, him and Jeezy. I was, about to, I was about to say, Jeezy is the only other person. But if you compare the body of work and the, you know, I hate to say this sometimes, but in music, the, you know, the white vote matters. You know, and Fact. like, when you can touch not just your people, but a whole other side and, and, and everybody's rocking with it. I think 50 had more success in that oh, yeah, than Jeezy yeah, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. That's the only thing that's, that to me brings Jeezy a step a step down from that level. A lot know? of crossover appeal, man. You mm -hmm. get signed to Dre and M for a million dollars and you drop an album like this that does crazy numbers. You going on tour with Jay-Z mm -hmm. and, and in some markets you're the headliner and Jay-Z isn't. Think yeah. about that. Yeah, and and then and then you add fire to the to the to the or fuel to the fire with the Ja Rule stuff. You know, that I mean, just, he ended Ja Rule's career yeah. on this album. <laughs> and think about Ja Rule. Now, I don't I, people. This is why hip hop fans and music fans are fickle, man. You know, people try to front on Rule like he ain't have hits, man. Yeah. Rule had hits. I made a whole mix for Hot 102 of a Ja Rule <laughs> mix, and that thing was fire. Rule got hits, bro. Rule on tour right now off them hits, bro. Yeah. He eating good off them royalty checks. Mm -hmm. I ain't worried about Rule. But the fact is, when this album came out, 
when that song I Smell Pussy came out, <laughs> when Back Down came mm-hmm. out, it stopped. It killed a, a not only a career, a fucking record label. And it was like, and it was they were in the in the heat of it all. They yeah. they they were the you know the um uh Maybach music of of yeah. that time. Like they was they was doing it. You know numbers, <laughs> and numbers. It just, just Boom. put put it into it, man, <laughs> mm-hmm. and that, and that's fuel from real beef. And yeah. these dudes still beefing to this day. Yeah, we still, like this week or last week, I heard some. You know, they still still just got things to say to each other. And it's yeah, like, man. I mean, I like Rule, man. Like, yeah. I ain't nobody gonna stop me from liking Ja Rule. No. Ja Rule got hits, man. No, yeah. I'm here for the music. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know these niggas personally. Exactly. <laughs> and Murder Inc. has some hits. Boy. Absolutely, man. But uh, this 50, man. What what's like another memory from being overseas during that time, man? With this music right here. Um, I can remember <laughs> the. Let me uh. So many high all the time. Oh, so the um, I can remember the we had some Iraqi locals and they, I don't know how they got to us, but they were just like there was a few that kind of worked in our area. I guess they were they weren't like translators. They were just probably the staff that helped with you know setting up tents and just little things. But I can remember one of them uh, took a truck. And ran through, we had just got, so when I was there, things weren't, like, we weren't having support on the on the extent of, like, a, a grocery store or, a, you know, a, they, call, they call them PXs, BXs, but it's basically like a dollar store. You know, like, you can go and get your toothbrushes and things you need when you're over there. We were on the, the tail end of that, so when every time we would get ready to move to another location... The subway semi was pulling up and the and the BX that had all the little store stuff was pulling up. And so when that had just opened, the lines would be crazy because everybody needed to get stuff. Right. So you would have, you know, your Sunday off day or whatever day that was, and you would go spend two hours waiting in line to go get, you know, your your, your essentials. This guy took a truck and basically drove through the line, drove through the line of people and ran over some people, like Damn. trying to, like, attack the, attack oh, okay. the soldiers. So everybody in line, you know, we never left, went anywhere without our weapons, so... Yeah, he did that, but then about 10, people started shooting at the truck. Yikes. And so then he, you know, the truck crashes somewhere or, like, stalls out because we're in the desert. So then, like, he got trees, and they're just rolling way out there. But they get up to him, figure out he's dead, all that stuff. But when they get up to him, the CD in that car was high all the time, right? That's what it was playing. So, like, the running joke was, like, he had to be high and just said, fuck it. Apparently yeah, so. Yeah, so, like, I can remember that being, like, the whole... You know, people that have to be in those situations and in those kind of stress environments for a long period of time, you have to find humor in some of the stuff mm-hmm. or it's just going to just drive. I mean, you're just going to go crazy. So, like, the little things we will find humor in right. when instance would happen would kind of just, you know, would stick with you. And I can remember I can remember that being just because you could just hear, like, I stay high all the time. I smoke the good shit. <laughs> and you're thinking, like, yeah, yeah, you high now. Yeah. <laughs> you're real high. <laughs> you're gone, brother. So. My dude, Kenny Madison, K-Loke, he got me hit to 50 Cent. Mm-hmm. Uh, was at Wright State. He's like, yo, you know who 50 is? I was like, no, nah, I ain't hip or whatever. Like, man, yeah, you do, man. He had that song on uh the Into Deep soundtrack, How to Rob. I was like, oh, yeah, dude, talking about robbing Jay-Z and da 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 Yeah, yeah. It's like, what happened to him? Like, man, he got shot nine times. It's like, it's just like at that time, you know, you hear something like that, it's just like, oh, my God. And yeah. he's alive? Like, right. 
So <laughs> like, okay, so I listened to a couple mixtapes. Like, all right, man, he, he all right, yeah, 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 whatever. I, I like I like the dude Lloyd Banks better though. Like I like his bars a lot better. He's like, no, man, fifty to one, fifty to one. <laughs> couple weeks, months go lay by, whatever. Yo, my boy just signed a fifty. Me, my 50, 50 just signed to Dre and M. I was like, what? Like, they gave him a million dollars. I was like, what? A million dollars? Like, is he right? supposed to be that guy? And when this shit came out, mm-hmm. he's like, I told you. I told you. Like, this shit is truth. Now, would you put any other 50 albums next to that? Hell no. Exactly. Hell no. He came out with that heat and then coasted on out to the, <laughs> to the TV world. <laughs> Man, I, but I do like the second album. Mm-hmm. The, uh, where is that joint at? I actually listened to it the other day. Where is that shit at? Um, the actual one where he is, where is it, where is it, where is it? The Massacre. There you go. The Massacre. The, um, not the original version, but the, um, the deluxe version okay. with like the extra 10 songs, had a couple remixes on there, had the, uh, joint with, uh, Mob Deep, Out of mm. Control. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I'm saying? That was the only other song that could, or album that really could compare to that one. But there's... It's just something about the Get Rich or Die trying, man. It's, it's something I heard someone say about Nas when after Nas dropped Illmatic for the first time, everybody wanted him to come with another Illmatic. But, you know, you spend, you know, 20 to 22 years coming up with your first album, mm-hmm. and then they want you to come up with another album based off of two more years. Like, yeah. like all right. Give me another classic, but you only got two more years of life and growth experience. And they wonder why your album has changed so much. It's because you're not living in the PJs no more. Your your struggle isn't what it was. Your your struggle now is getting up, hitting that stage, performing, Mm -hmm. smoking, drinking, fucking hoes. You know what I'm saying? That's that's what's going to come through in your music as opposed to the struggle or, you know what I'm saying, you being the nicest MC because you're not around the nicest MCs anymore. You're on the road performing your craft as opposed to, you know what I'm saying, right. in the meat of it, in the, the struggle and the grind of everything like that. Yeah, I, I look at to like, you know, when, when new artists now come out and drop a drop a, you know, a Kendrick album or a you know, I try to look sometimes at the relevance of albums like Get Rich or Die Trying and how it affected people then have versus how new music come out now. And I think then we you were so limited in your daily exposure of it you know you had to have batteries in your cd walkman yeah. or you know you had to you know it wasn't no wasn't no car charger to keep things going and, yeah. you know, just little things like that that just kind of made the accessibility of it less so yeah. then like i feel like that's why some of these other ones we hold on to because we really had to like want to listen to a cd <laughs> yeah. it wasn't like you heard on a commercial or you could go to any social media site and someone's shaking their ass to it or it wasn't like you were just hearing it and all those things now play a part in like either you liking a song or getting worn out from a song because you're just hearing it all the time everywhere you go so like Absolutely. I kind of compare the two and, and, and to say that the way it was is better to me than it is now be- just because of how you know like there's you know I can't there's artists that came out two three years ago that I don't remember you know, and, <laughs> and it might have had, a, and it might have had a dope, you know, a decent CD or a dope couple singles, you know, and it's like, it just happens so fast now that you don't get to, you don't get to go through and, and try to wipe the CD off real slow because it's skipping and try to get it going again. You don't have to go through none of that no more. So you're hearing it all the time, but you you had some things to do when you're listening to when you had the things you had things you had to do 
listen to it then. So I mean, another thing about 50, man, the mixtape will never be the same. Yeah, it won't. Because before Get, Get Rich or Die Trying came out, there was the wave of the mixtape. And his mixtape was totally different from anybody else's mixtape. Mm-hmm. He was taking so-and-so's hit single and remixing it and making it into his own and making full-length albums on mixtapes as opposed to dudes making a five-song demo. Mm-hmm. Like, he was making a full-fledged album and passing it off as a mixtape. And that's exactly what people do nowadays. Right. Like, all right, this is my mixtape, but it's a full album, but right. it's just labeled as a mixtape. So right. the mixtape game will never be the same because of him. So yeah. he's done things that cats just emulate to this day 15 plus years later mm-hmm. and his mark on the game is still here and it it all attests to this album get rich or die trying man i mean shit they made a movie about this shit yeah. about his life bro yeah you had to put that up in the in the top five percent of all music you know like there's a lot of you know obviously a lot of artists that everybody loves everybody got their own taste and their own lane but the impact of that album it stands today Absolutely, and for it to stand man. 15 years later and we even get tweets about it and talking about it, I just tell you, I mean, think about how many other artists that has have gone past 15 years on their album and you don't hear nothing about it. You don't, Crickets. You don't remember it. You don't, you don't, you know. Man, you, that came out then? Mm. Yeah. So. And you just keep it moving. <laughs> it, ain't not, it ain't make an impact on you then. Artists so you like have him no, and no desire to go listen to it again, man. Him and T.I. and those type of people, like, like they came out at a time but that we didn't have what, People are people our age then have now, you know. Facts, so. like you said, we gotta had to work to listen to these albums, bro. <laughs> Definitely, yeah, man. Yeah. One more thing before you slide about here, you Black Panther ready? Cause it's this week. This, this is the week. This is the week, man. This is the week. I'm, I'm seeing more. I'm seeing more little videos on World Star and people talking about it. And what's funny is I've been I've been trying yo technique. I, I hadn't watched any trailers, any. <laughs> thing about it i'm fiending bro <laughs> but i ended up on tv because like because every time i would be i'll be doing something and i would hear like black panther friday you know like i, <laughs> I would look up like how oh, damn i missed it you know and i'm like well that's okay i missed it well finally caught one and i'm like eh, i'm watching this so i can just keep watching it and i got done i'm like might be all right you know so <laughs> i'm not into the the you know the comic marvel world like that but I respect it and I know it and I, mean, I know enough of the you know, I, I know the outlines of it to Have you seen uh Captain America Civil War? No. Watch that. Okay. Watch that. Is that That's, when t- is that me, when Black Panther was introduced? Yeah, introduced into okay. the world, yeah. Okay. Uh so it's, it's not vital to it but See, I'm it, learning it, a little bit. I'm learning. It, it would help if you watched it. Yeah. it, it I, from everything that I know about the Black Panther movie and how I know how Marvel operates and me seeing the Spider-Man movie. Mm-hmm. You may want to go watch, and it's a great. To me, it's the number three comic book movie of all time. Okay, that's just my humble I'm opinion. Have a fire stick that this yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, do that, do that, do <laughs> that, man. Uh, it's it's a dope movie, but yeah, I can't wait. Um, already been banging the soundtrack. Shots out to Kendrick like and TDE. Like I, I like some of the it has like this African yeah. kind of kind of vibe to it. Black pride like a motherfucker. <laughs> I told actually yesterday when I listened to it because the, the wife listened to it earlier like Thursday Friday type. And I'm like, how was that? She was like, it's 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 okay. Like it's cool. It just, it just had a different feel to it, but it's cool. It got a lot of you know decent songs on it. So I start checking it out, and I'm listening to it, and I find myself like you know bopping to it hard. I'm like, okay, it's all right. Can yeah, you- man, it's a uh, it's it's the rebirth of the soundtrack. Hopefully, you know, 
when we came up, when it was Man. movies like Menace <laughs> Society, Above the Rim, mm-hmm. they had a soundtrack. And uh, I think the last movie soundtrack maybe was for Get Rich or Die Trying right. or uh, ATL with T.I. But, I mean, yeah. that was the King album was the music inspired by the movie or whatever. So, like, I, I can't remember. Like, the best man, like, yeah. those type of movies. I, I mean, yeah. I, have, I have some of those uh, soundtracks in the CD collection today. So. Yeah, man, that, that's... I know it's a big thing about trying to get artist clearance to be, mm-hmm. you know, hey, he's on Interscope and he's on Jive Records or whatever, and we're going to produce the, the movie through this label and all this political mumbo-jumbo, man. Get right. the people what they want, man. Yeah, so we, that's what happens in business. In business, it don't, it don't stay, it don't ever be friendly or it yeah. don't be considerate or care about anyone's feelings. It's, it's business. So, like, p- people want that kind of stuff. People... That kind of stuff can really change the artist's whole shit because not only was you listening to on urban radio and, you know, social media, whatever sites, but now you got people that only come for comic movies and only listen to a certain kind of music. Yeah. Maybe giving you a shot. Absolutely. I mean, you look at an artist like Ja Rule, his debut to the game was on Can I Get Her off the Rush Hour soundtrack. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Think of that alley-oop. You know, he's (laughs) on a song with Jay-Z. For a movie with Chris Tucker and Jackie Chan, come on, it don't get no better. Like yeah. that's is it's introducing artists to a whole nother market. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like and I think I think now the some of the try to replace the whole soundtrack movie thing with the you know the the TV show 15 second and right after the show come back after commercials you get yeah. that. That run on reality TV shows, where yeah, you get that yeah, run, yeah, like yeah, yeah. you get that little that artist. You just played in this episode. Yeah, you get a little name in the corner, <laughs> like that kind of is like that ain't enough for us. Mm-mm, mm-mm. That that don't that don't make you want to go check something out or. But when you got a when you enjoy a movie, and then you see a soundtrack, and the the, the most exciting thing for me in any soundtrack type uh, album or movie type soundtrack is turn it over and you like. Cult. He on it. Yeah. He on it. He on it. She on it. Ooh, like you. You just count artists that you like. Absolutely, you, man. You miss that. I love it, yeah, man. You miss that, that now, and so. that's something we gonna miss from the actual CD, man. That's something I'll miss, man. Like not that I was still buying CDs like that. I think the last, you know what? The very last CD I bought. Jeez, I can't believe it was actually this long ago. But uh, J Cole, 2014 Forest Hill Drive. Is I the last remember CD you I talking bought. about that. I that's remember. the last CD I ever bought, mm-hmm. man. Wow, can't believe it. To, the last CD time, is over. The last time I was in Best Buy, we we had to buy a washer earlier or was that earlier this year? No, last year, 17, 17. So I'm in Best Buy doing the paperwork and stuff, and the wife is, away your life. Yeah, the, the <laughs> wife is all talking to him. I'm like, I go to the restroom. So I'm going to the restroom, and I come back, and I just happen to cut through, and I'm like, man, like I just stood there for a second, like I can remember like when when a CD came out that you really wanted. And you would go to Best Buy, and that little white little slip would be empty. Yeah. And you would start digging in the other rows, trying to find Look it. Look on that bottom row. Somebody tried to hide it in, in Whitney Houston's you know, collection. And <laughs> I used to go through and be like, I got it. I found it. Somebody tried to hide the little last copy, and I found it. Bastards. Yeah. <laughs> All the experience, man, just make you fall in love with music more. And, and I, love I, it, I hate to see the CD go. But if the CD go, then I guess the I guess the uh, car radio business is going to suffer, too, because... 
Yeah, well, I, I just mean, not suffer. They still gonna sell. Not even. Yeah, my brother just bought a brand new car. He don't, don't even have no CD player, and it is all everything. Think about it like this, man. Like there was a time where eight tracks were in cars, mm-hmm. then to tapes to CDs, and now it was just all Bluetooth. I mean, it's like technology is crazy. So my question is, what the hell is next? Like, yeah. where where are we gonna go from here? From a MP3 file, they're gonna be like for us to get our music, man. Everything is just gonna be so in tune with your device, yeah, that you really can't have the flip phone no more. <laughs> like, I mean, <laughs> you see the older generations that just had the cell phone for emergency type thing. Like, to listen to music now is gonna be have to involve some computer literacy. Yeah, <laughs> and you know, I, I talk I talk to the wife all the time because me being in school for cybersecurity, I'm trying to keep up with the with the articles and just reading the stuff. And I was talking to her about how. Technology is so going to be in, 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 in intertwined in so many things in our lives that the security of it is important. But yeah. then when we went on the music side of it, I'm like, look how now I can bring a inch thick laptop to an, a venue and then have access to 15,000 songs that I own, mm-hmm. plus YouTube and Apple Music and whatever. I, you know, you, your your crates are endless now yeah you know and it's all on this inch thick laptop and it's like the the experience man is like it's it's different yeah it's just different and i look i look how the world is going to be so involved in this that like i feel like the social experience of hey what's up how you doing where you from when we get old our kids is going to be working from home because every job is going to be Internet based. I mean, yeah. like you're not gonna. I if we already got semis driving down the highway with nobody in them. Yeah. I think McDonald's burger dude is on the clock. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, you know, <laughs> things you think are just about gonna change. It, like, it's uh, shots out to the OG Russ Parr, but mm-hmm. I mean, there's days where he doesn't go into the studio. Like he has a built-in studio at his home. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He dials it up. Turns on his mic, headphones mm-hmm. on. We coming on in three, two, one. Russ, hey, it was Russ Barmore show. Blah, 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 blah. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> doing his thing. So there's, you know, with outsourcing of jobs and people doing like midday shows, like D.L. Hughley, he has mm-hmm. a midday show from three to seven, and it's a syndicated across markets. You got the Breakfast Club that's syndicated across mm-hmm. markets in the morning. People like Steve so, Harvey and Ryan Seacrest yeah, that like, they doing so, four or five things in a hotel on the morning doing a radio show and then flying over here to do Family Feud and then going back over here to do the Steve Harvey show. And then like Seacrest, he going Elliot, New York doing uh, the I, – I know there's Regis and Kathy Lee. I don't know when it's Kelly and Ryan yeah. or whatever <laughs> it is now. Yeah. But like, you know, New York for that. Idol in L.A., New York. Like, I mean, he's flying. G5, I read a, shorty. I read an article when he was considering taking back to going back to hosting Idol for the for this one. That it, the the schedule of of flying, he's gonna have to like get his sleep from L.A. to New York and then be up in because everything's morning. You know, the morning show, and then you got to go here and record L.A. for the. It's just gonna be a back and forth across the get country. Get that bag. Man. Get that bag. Get but pay yeah, for it. <laughs> yeah, man. There's gonna be a day where you know what I'm saying, like you said, where. The office building is no more. The mm-hmm. office is your home. And the brick and mortars are going to be gone. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just going to be different. That's happening right now. It you is. You know what I'm saying? It's a, it's a whole new ball game we involved in, mm-hmm. man. That's another pod in the books, man. Can man. you believe it? We're six, getting close to that 100. Six, six episodes away. We six weeks. 
Six weeks away from a C note. Mm. <laughs> it's coming, man. Absolutely. Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. You can't make this up podcast. Peace.